I think that's what drew me to the boots in the first place. It certainly wasn't the price, which had been a month's worth of my advertising salary. I didn't wear the boots often, only when I needed a boost of rawhide courage. Starting a brand new career hundreds of miles away from any family and friends qualified. Solemnly, Oliver watched me wrestle the boots onto my feet. He knew to respect the boots. With the proper footwear intact, I felt ready to face the appointment that morning at my aunt's shop. My shop. Running Stitch was in Rollingbrook, a small, mostly Amish town two miles south on Ohio's Route 83, five minutes from my new home. In front of Running Stitch, I climbed out of my little SUV to find my aunt's lawyer, Harvey Lemontop, waiting for me on the sidewalk. Martha Yoder, who had managed the shop during my aunt's illness, was with him. Harvey was a short man and resembled a pillow with arms, because of the way his belly hung out over his belt. His dress shirt was open at the throat and his diamond-printed necktie hung crookedly from his neck. Where Harvey was disheveled, Martha was as neat as could be in a plain navy dress, crisp black apron and white prayer cap. I parked diagonally in the spot directly in front of the quilt shop and climbed out of the SUV. Oliver hopped onto the pavement with a solid thump. He cocked his head at me, showing off his large, bat-like ears to their best advantage. They resembled antenna, one black and the other white, searching for a signal as they flicked back and forth. The shop was on the center block of Sugar Tree Street, the main road going through Rollingbrook. Unlike Millersburg, which was dissected by Ohio 83 going north to south and Ohio 39 going east to west, Rollingbrook was off the state routes, so the traffic consisted of the Amish living nearby and English tourists. Running Stitch was a brick-faced shop that had been painted olive green. A darker green awning covered the entry. Several Amish-style quilts hung from quilt racks in the large picture window. On the left side of Running Stitch was a bare red-brick woodworking shop. A fifty-ish Amish man with a long gray beard was standing outside the shop, a black felt hat atop his head. His pose mimicked the life-sized black cut-out lawn ornaments of Amish men I'd seen propped against trees and fences on my drive across Ohio's countryside. I smiled at him, but he didn't smile back. Miss Braddock, I'm glad you made it here safely. How was your trip? Harvey shook my hand. His was damp, and it reminded me of holding raw chicken. It was long, but fine. Please call me Angie. He nodded. Uh, you remember Martha Yoder? Yes, of course, I said. Martha examined my feet. Those are some boots you got there. I haven't seen anything like that before. Don't the farmers wear boots? I asked. Work boots, sure, but nothing like those. Clearly, those boots are not for working. Was that a dig? I shook it off. Thank you so much for taking care of the shop while Auntie was ill. I used the Pennsylvania Dutch word for aunt, and for agreeing to stay on. I know I will need your help as I get started. Martha smoothed her hands over her apron. It was my pleasure. I wished she had been well enough to visit the shop more often these last few months. Oliver barked a greeting. Ignoring Martha, he waddle-walked over to Harvey for a head-scratch. The lawyer obliged, and Oliver shook his stubby tail in doggy glee. Harvey motioned to the door. Shall we go in? Martha unlocked the shop's door. Inside, she flicked on the overhead lights.
illuminating this door. My eye was drawn to half a dozen quilts, each one in the geometric color-blocked Amish style, hung on the plain whitewashed walls. Four of the six quilts I recognized as my aunt's work. I walked over to the one closest to the front door and felt the tiny stitches of the goosefoot-patterned quilt. Aunt Eleanor could fit as many as twenty stitches within an inch. Her stitches were far too tiny to count, but I knew they were there. A pang of sadness hit me, and I blinked rapidly. She did beautiful work, Martha said. I nodded and forced myself to look at the rest of the shop. There was one large room with a short hallway in the back that led to the office, the restroom, and a small stockroom. Beside the stockroom, a door opened into the fenced backyard. I stepped across the wide planked oak floors to a short wooden counter that sat at the front of the shop with a cash register. I ran my hand along its smooth surface.